Hi, everybody. Welcome to 20Q Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about luck and the role it plays in our lives. Does it make a difference? Do you really need to be eloquent and persuasive in order to express yourself well enough to be understood and move up the ladder of society? Do you think everyone in a position of authority or in the executive fast lane got there by virtue and merit, or does luck play a larger hand in people's lives than they'd like to believe? I have always felt that very many intelligent people have their senses dulled by tedious, unrewarding, but necessary labor, and that if given a respite and made to believe that others were receptive to their usage of a more esoteric lexicon, they could succeed, or at least pass long enough to fail up and move along before they were found out. According to a well-researched article from Beautiful Minds, written by Scott Barry Kaufman, the role of luck in life success is far greater than we realized. What does it take to succeed? What are the secrets of the most successful people? Judging by the popularity of magazines such as Success, Forbes, Inc., and Entrepreneur, there is no shortage of interest in these questions. There is a deep underlying assumption, however, that we can learn from them because it's their personal characteristics, such as talent, skill, mental toughness, hard work, tenacity, optimism, growth mindset, and emotional intelligence that got them where they are today. This assumption doesn't only underlie success magazines, but also how we distribute resources in society, from work opportunities to fame to public policy decisions. In recent years, a number of studies and books, including those by risk analyst Nassim Taleb, investment strategist Michael Malbusin, and economist Robert Frank, have suggested that luck and opportunity may play a far greater role than we ever realized across a number of fields, including financial trading, business, sports, art, music, literature, and science. Their argument is not that luck is everything. Of course, talent matters. Instead, the data suggests that we miss out on a really important piece of the success picture if we only focus on personal characteristics in attempting to understand the determinants of success. In an attempt to shed light on this heavy issue, the Italian physicists Alessandro Puccino and Andrea Raspisarda teamed up with the Italian economist Alessio Biondo to make the first ever attempt to qualify the role of luck and talent in successful careers. In their prior work, they warned against a naive meritocracy in which people actually fail to give honors and rewards to the most competent people because of their underestimation of the role of randomness among the determinants of success. Well, First, they replicated the well-known Pareto principle, which predicts that a small number of people will end up achieving the success of most of the population. Richard Koch, or Koch, depending on how you pronounce it, refers to it as the 80-20 principle. In the final outcome of a 40-year simulation, while talent is normally distributed, success was not. The 20 most successful individuals held 44% of the total amount of success, while almost half of the population remained under 10 units of success, which was the initial starting condition. This is consistent with real-world data, although there is some suggestion that in the real world, wealth success is even more unevenly distributed, with just eight men owning the same wealth as the poorest half of the world. Talent loss is obviously unfortunate to both the individual and to society. So what can be done so that those most capable of capitalizing on their opportunities are given the opportunities they need to thrive? 
Many meritocratic strategies used to assign honors, funds, or rewards are often based on the past success of the person. Selecting individuals in this way creates a state of affairs in which the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, often referred to as the Matthew effect. But is this the most effective strategy for maximizing potential? Which is a more effective funding strategy for maximizing impact to the world? Giving large grants to a few previously successful applicants or a number of smaller grants to many average successful people? This is a fundamental question about distribution of resources which needs to be informed by actual data. Consider a study conducted by Jean-Michael Fortin and David Curry who looked at whether larger grants lead to larger discoveries. They found a positive but only very small relationship between funding and impact as measured by four indices relating to scientific publications. What's more, those who received the second grant were not more productive than those who received a first grant and the impact was generally a decelerating function of funding. The mixed strategies that combine giving a certain percentage to the most successful people and equally distributing the rest is a bit more effective and distributing funds at random is even more efficient. This last finding is intriguing because it is consistent with other research suggesting that in complex social and economic contexts where chance is likely to play a role, strategies that incorporate randomness can perform better than strategies based on the naively meritocratic approach. If the goal is to reward the most talented person, thus increasing their final level of success, it is much more convenient to distribute periodically even small equal amounts of capital to all individuals rather than to give a greater capital only to a small percentage of them, selected through their level of success, already reached, at the moment of the distribution. The researchers argue that the following factors are all important in giving people more chances of success. A stimulating environment, rich in opportunities, a good education, intensive training, and an efficient strategy for the distribution of funds and resources. They argue that at the macro level of analysis, any policy that can influence these factors will result in greater collective progress and innovation for society, not to mention immense self-actualization of any particular individual. So, in conclusion, roll those dice. Optimize your circumstances. Keep the faith. Nurture your vision. Buy a lottery ticket. Sooner or later, somebody always wins. Take a chance. Or not. See you next time. Thanks for listening, and as the kitties say, peace out.